oh my gosh, I wasn't ready, but I am ready now. I had to rapidly scroll up to the run, start of the run sheet to see what we're actually welcome, welcoming people to. It's been a while. This is Australian Transformers Weekly. We're bringing you Transformers news from around the world and across Australia. This is episode 253. It's taken us, it's taken us a while to do three episodes since episode 250 last year. Um, I have actually jokingly named this stream Australian Transformers Weekly-ish this week. The uh, eagle-eyed amongst you may have noticed. Uh, we are recording live on Friday, April 1st, 2022. Having looked through the run sheet, I'm fairly sure we don't have any April Fool's jokes in here. Um, I'm pretty sure that all of the news is all of the news is genuine. There was a there was a rather good April Fool's gag perpetrated on the community today that i i I copped a little bit of uh, a little bit of a a heat for retweeting earlier but we'll talk about that later uh in this episode we will be discussing new figures that are on the way and looking at my desk uh already here and uh the bot bots trailer uh in fact not the bot bots trailer but the bot bots cartoon is here uh so we'll We'll spend a little bit of time talking about uh, tiny, tiny robots in disguise that are neither good nor evil, uh, and see how that goes. All of that is coming up after this. Goodness me, it has been a while, hasn't it? How are you doing there, Brad? I am very good, Jason. It has been some time. I was uh, I was nearly going to try and trip you up in the run sheet and call it Transformers Monthly, but um... <laughs> well, so so this is the thing. Like, this is the, this is the joke that we we often made when we renamed the podcast around episode one hundred to Australian Transformers Weekly. It was a it was a joking and loving reference to the uh, the long running Australian women's magazine, Australian Women's Weekly, which ironically is published monthly. So, you know, we're we're actually living up to our namesake, aren't we? Mm, full circle. Yeah, everything goes everything goes full circle. Um, so we have this we have this section on the run sheet that says what are the notable things that have happened this week, Brad? What's happened during summer? Like, uh, like it's it's. <laughs> It's been such a long time since we've done an episode of the podcast. Like, what what's been happening in the last couple of months to you? Oh, have have we even had a summer? Um, we haven't had a hot day, um, a lot of rain, a lot of mosquitoes, which has cancelled a lot of camping trips. Yeah, I don't. It's a very quiet, quiet summer. It's. I think as, as as far as summer goes, it's been. Well, I was gone for a month of it because I went to the UK for Christmas. We have done episodes since that trip, um, but uh, so I missed the height of summer. I think, and so all I've caught is sort of like the tail end as the temperature comes down out of the out of the thirties. Sydney's been very mild and very wet. Um, mm. We so so less so Sydney, but northern New South Wales has copped a lot of floods in uh, in the recent in recent times in the last month or so. So is Queensland. Um, we so the club didn't do Oz Comic Con Brisbane uh, last weekend. We it was a bit it was a bit hard to justify putting resources together to actually put a put a stand together when you know so many people are actually just just trying to survive and keep their keep their stuff together. Um, Lismore's actually gone back under floodwaters this again, week in yeah. uh, northern New South Wales, which is a re- yeah. like even worse. Um, the rains did hit Sydney as well. Like so. Um, 
like it's a, it's a little bit inside baseball, but like I live in an apartment block. My apartment is off the ground level, which is nice. Um, but for you. my storage cage, yeah, it's nice for me. Oh, I can no. I can watch everything wash past in the in the street. My storage cage is not off ground oh. level. In fact, my storage cage in my car park. Uh, I don't even drive, but I have a storage cage. Um, the storage cage is basically at the arse end of the car park. So if water floods into the car park from somewhere, if enough water floods in, my storage cage will be the first to go because it's it's right. Everything will flood down, 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 and boom into my storage cage, and then start washing around. So. I spent a little bit of time in my storage cage, basically making sure that I didn't have cardboard on the uh, on the ground. So everything that's touching the ground in my storage cage is either like um, metal shelves or plastic tubs now. And in the process, I actually found that there's been so much water in the in the just in the air, and there's so much humidity that some of the boxes in my storage cage actually like they were damp. Uh, mm. they'd been like the, I'm talking like boxes that are a meter off the ground. They were just damp. You could touch them and they, they would sort of wobble and stuff. So, um, I've embarked on a little bit of a project to update my, uh, update my storage cage with plastic tubs instead of uh, cardboard. Cause I have, I have a lot of things in there. Like I've got, I've got the empty boxes for some of the things that are on the shelves behind me. Um, I've got masterpiece boxes and stuff in there. Like, yeah, you keep, you, we keep seeing these cautionary tales of, you know, like, oh, I had all my masterpiece boxes in storage and, you know, the moths got into them or something like that. Well, you know, at this point, I don't even need, I don't even need the storage cage to flood and I'm a little bit concerned. So mm. um, I did actually find some water had been leaking in from the wall of the car park. Um, so there was a little bit of a puddle in the storage cage already, but it wasn't near anything. So um i you know i took some actions to remedy that it was a um i i i've spoken to other people other people around uh, new south wales and uh and um uh, something in queensland as well there was a uh, I, I did a did a did a little favor for a guy from the masters of the universe community who he lost lost everything in the floods in lismore and i had some masters of the universe stuck stuff in stock because I, I import some things for other members and uh the um yeah, the the uh, Masters of the Universe. Uh, I, I sold some of the stuff to him at cost price because he lost everything in the flood, and um, he was just like, "I will take one of everything." It was, um, <laughs> it's like it's it's tragedy. It's 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 really tragic. We hear about this stuff all the time. Um, you know, we hear about you know flood damage and stuff like that, but you know, it really brings it home when this stuff happens. You know, basically on your doorstep. Mm, from fire to floods in just a year, and it's sort of you know, you often joke and that your house caught on fire what was that one figure you're going to grab and take with you but you never really sort of think much further to having to re redo a collection after yeah Yeah. like i think a lot of people would be well i had the collection i've got photos and that's the time the time the cost to start a collection again um especially if masterpiece and some of those older figures g1 that sort of stuff trying to buy that stuff again would be a nightmare um and that's on top of rebuilding houses and everything else. So, oh yeah, um, no, yeah. yeah. We have a we have a, a couple of people saying hi on the live uh, the live comments on the um on the YouTube and Facebook. Uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, uh, da- I'm just going to put David David Patrol's comment up there. Uh, happy to be here. Much more interesting than the showdown tonight. What is the showdown? Is do, is I think this something that football? <laughs> oh, this is a sports ball reference. I'm just going to take that off the screen. Then that's all right. <laughs> 
<laughs> I assume anyway. I mean, it dates the stream rather badly when we when we have a, a reference to a sporting match up there and people are watching it a few months later. Like, what was going on that night? I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, there we go. Uh, but yeah, thank you for thank you for watching, folks. And uh, yeah, it's a it's always it's always nice to have some uh, have some live live viewer interactions as well. Uh, and hello, Michael, and hello, Manny, Ooh. as well. Hello. There's a couple of people of. A couple of people are saying are saying hi, but uh, we don't have their uh, we don't have their ID because they haven't pressed the uh, they haven't pressed the button on Streamyard to tell us who they are. And uh, David does clarify it's Crows versus Cows, uh, so that's an AFL yeah, yeah. it's an AFL game, which I think you and I are more more comfortable with than any NRL. If Max stuff was here, if Max was here, he'd be um, fully behind that. I'd I'd feel. Yeah, so we did actually we did actually say in the the promo stuff for the stream tonight, Max will be joining us. Max has had a bit of a bit of a, a an emergency. His dog is very sick, so he can't be here tonight. So it is just Brad and yeah. I. Um, you've got a you've got a two up show instead. Um, without any uh, without any further ado, do do I think maybe we should talk <laughs> about some other stuff that's been going on as well. I um uh, I have uh, I've attended a, an event. This last week or so, not it's less. It was less about the um, it was less about the club and just more about um, selling some toys actually. Because I, I import a bunch of uh, I import a bunch of toys for people and uh, mainly for like TCCA members. And I do have a bit of stock that's left over. And um, I used to do this last year. I'd take a bit of stock to um, toy fairs and the like to sell. Uh, but um, it's we've been in lockdown and all sorts of things have been going on. But uh, I managed to I managed to do a little bit of a a little bit of a sales event in the la- this uh, last weekend. Sell off some stuff that uh, had been hanging around for a while, and managed to get some legacy stuff out to people as well. Which um, uh, legacy, of course, being the hot new Transformers line. You can see in the you can see in the photo here that there's uh, plenty of blaster. Uh, it's the first time this year that anyone has been able to say that there's plenty of uh, plenty of blaster figures. Uh, the brand new bulkhead Voyager. You can see uh, just over on the left of the pick. There's the core. Uh, Skywarp, Iguanas, and Hot Rod, which I can't really talk to because I haven't opened those. Um, and uh, yeah, and there's a few other things hanging around on the on the desk there as well. Was really good. Um, the, I should I should mention the event I went to was actually uh, it was a, an event out in Penrith in Sydney called Collectacon. Um, I was uh, I was there with uh, our good friend Clinton Hahn, who um, helps me transport a lot of stuff around to and from these events. Um, I don't drive, so as I mentioned, did, I don't drive. When it, it you did mention earlier really that you don't have yeah. a car, so it's yeah. I, I mean, it's not that I don't have a car; I don't have a license. Um, so, like, I mean, it's also that I don't have a car. So, but yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. If anyone, if anyone's got a Photoshop, we need your face on Steve Buscemi's robot from Age of Extinction, just no. junkyard, whatever it's called, oh, <laughs> carting bots Why around. No, why would you do that? Why would you put that challenge out to people? No one should do that. Everyone. Should do that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so um, the the event was Collecticon. Uh, it's a nice little family fun day that happens out in uh, out in uh, Penrith, in Sydney. A lot of a lot of toy fairs and sales and stuff happen out in the western suburbs. Um, I have taken. So I I don't live in the western suburbs of Sydney. I live I live in the east. Uh, I, I live near the city near the airport, and I actually live so close to the airport now. I can walk to the airport and get on a flight and land in Melbourne, and it's faster than the train ride to Penrith. You so do realise you're not supposed to climb the fence. 
don't 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 add don't add technicalities <laughs> into that like you know <laughs> um so yeah like penrith is, penrith is a really long way out but um it's always it's always been worth making the making the trip collecticon's a lovely time it's a really fun day um and yeah, you see, you see this because I, I know you've you've done Supernova events with with us as well. Sunday is traditionally family day at Supernova, mm. so like a lot of people bring in their their young kids and stuff, and that's pretty much what you see all day at Collecticon. It is a Sunday event as well, and so people come in with their kids. There's lots of people pushing prams. I've got young kids hanging around. It's just it's just a lot of fun, and um, everyone's everyone's happy and friendly, and especially this week, everyone was just really happy to be there because it's the first Collecticon that had been happening. That had happened in Sydney in about a year, um, so yeah, I, it was it was lo- it was lovely fun. Uh, it was good nice. to, good to talk to people about Transformers, what they like. Um, a few people came to me sort of asking for things that I didn't have, so I sort of gave them a bit, gave them a few pointers as to you know where to find them, where to where to get them. Um, sometimes those pointers were just to other stores that were around the place as well. There were a few of us selling Transformers, um, but yeah. It was a it was a good time, good time all around. I think also uh, at the same time, um, Simon and Simon and I'm not sure if it was Chris or Alan were in Melbourne at Comexpo. Uh, Comexpo has been an event that we've been we've been attending um, for a few years when it's on. Um, you know, obviously with uh, with the COVID pandemic and and things going on the last couple of years, a lot of these things haven't taken place. So it's very much a it's very much a return to return to normalcy for a lot of these uh, a lot of these events, and um, yeah, it, like it, it's it's good good to see it. It's a bit unfortunate timing with all this Comic Con in Brisbane, but yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, I think we ended up doing free free Comic Expos before the uh, the lockdown started, so yeah, good to get back there. Yeah, I th- oh, yeah, I think it was it was three or so of them. It's it's a it's a nice little event. It's been it's been really good. Mm. Um, Oz Comic Con when I when I cancelled. Uh, when I cancelled this for Oz Comic Con uh, last week, they did say that there's another Oz Comic Con coming up in Brisbane in September, so we are looking at fielding a team for that. So that should be um, yep. that should be good. Much uh, it'll be a a more full fledged and um, you know full scale Oz Comic Con later in the year. Yeah, now COVID's over, we can get back to it. Oh, COVID's not really over, but we'll see how that goes. What, what COVID? <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. Let's let's get on to talking about some news, shall we? We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from Vi Yonder? Hello, bots. A little bit, well, so a few, a few bots. I'll, I'll, I'll talk quickly about the new releases that have hit us in the, the last, well, the last few weeks, actually, last few weeks. Um, locally, I, th- I feel like locally we've seen a new wave of Studio Series come along because I think Studio Series Sideswipe has turned up on yep. store shelves. Seen him. Um, and uh, Studio Series Core Spike. Uh, has also hit local local retail. There's a lot of people freaking out about not being able to find Spike. Um, there's a there's a fairly good reason for it. He is packed in an assorted box with Ravage and Soundwave. So Ravage and Soundwave already got released earlier this year. And what they've done is, uh, so they came out four to a box. So so four and four. So there's always eight things to a box for for cores. Um, the so as Spike has come out now, Spike has come out four to a box, and there's also two two uh, two shockwaves and two ravages. I think I said sound wave. Um, two shockwaves and two ravages in the box with him. So 
um, there's less core spikes out there than there are shockwave and ravage. So, you know, if you if you go to a store and you see one or two, um, you know, it means a couple of them have gone already. Um, they've been um, picked up off the shelf. But what, what we have seen is they are hitting Target shelves around the country, but Target and Kmart and all, all these national retailers, they can't just magically make stock appear at the same time around the country. They need to ship it out from their distribution centers. They need to unload boxes. They need to unpack things. They need to make space on the shelves. So we've seen it appear in Queensland. We've seen it appear in Tasmania. We haven't seen it in New South Wales yet, although I think a couple of regional targets have got it. Be patient. Like everyone was really freaking out about um, Studio Series Nor last year and he's shell forming everywhere now. You, like you yeah. can't swing a cat for running into a shark decon. So I think I think be be patient. With things that we know are coming to the coming to the um, coming to the shelves in Australia, like they, they will hit the shelves eventually. They'll they'll have wider distribution, but in the early days it just takes a little bit of time for them to get out into all stores. Dare I call you out? <laughs> You can call me out. Every go time I go, I've got a new acquisition or something it's from my local Target store, and you say Target doesn't exist. Yet here you are. Oh, no, no, that's because your your local Target store is a figment of your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> no, like no, Target still Target still exists. It's weird mm. that it's weird that some things are going to Target only because. Um, so many Target stores in Australia got converted to Kmart, the you know sort of the more successful in-house brand for um, for West Farmers. But uh, no, definitely, like it definitely still exists. If anything, the lower number of Target stores actually kind of makes it more likely that you'll find stock in them when you go to them because Which... it won't. Stock isn't spread around ten stores anymore. There's only one servicing like an entire quarter of the city. <laughs> Right over there, exactly. <laughs> which is weird because yeah. not Transformer related, but other Mattel figures, Target exclusives being released in the states. Yet here they're going to Big W, Maya, and Toy World. And not well, so Target. so that's the thing you got to remember: Target here is not Target there. It's literally yeah. a, a contract that says you can use the name Target in Australia. I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Target Australia has actually moved its branding a little bit away from Target in the US. Like I've got, of course, the logo is still there, but. Uh, the font and the the wording that they use is quite different now, and of course, Target these days in Australia is actually quite different than it was you know, back in the eighties as well. Like mm. um, the the type of clothing and the value for value for money proposition is a little bit different. Um, I mean, yeah, that that kind of stuff's a little bit little bit. Um, like I said earlier, I think things are a little bit inside baseball when you when you're talking about toys that they shop in from from Hasbro and just put on the shelves. It's a little bit different, but um, like Target Target is not. Target's not the shop that it once was uh, in, in Australia, unfortunately. Um, I will also say a couple, couple of uh, couple of comments in the chat. Um, I I did call out someone for not pressing the StreamYard button earlier, and Scott Vaughan said that he's done it. So thank you, Scott. And uh, he does say he's got FOMO, um, and that that's definitely that's definitely a thing. Um, as far as people getting FOMO about new releases and you know where to where to get things and stuff, like I, I've seen, I think I saw. I think I saw in so for people who aren't actually in the Facebook group and why not? Um, uh, so we maintain two Facebook groups. There's a discussion group and there's a sales group. And I'm pretty sure I saw on the same day someone posted, "Oh my goodness, I've found Studio Series 86 core spike." Um, you know, it, I think this might be the first sighting in Australia and stuff in the um, in the discussion group. And then immediately someone went into the sales group and just said, I can't find core spike at any of my local stores. Can someone please buy one and send it to me? It's like, well, 
you gotta, it's just got to be a little bit patient. Yeah, just <laughs> like wait. He, it'll turn up. Like in six months' time, we'll all just be going, oh, God, why, why doesn't someone buy all the course bikes? Remember, um, I, I mean, look, I'm going to lead myself into a, into a trap here, but remember the, the buzzworthy Bumblebee uh, set from last year that everyone was concerned wouldn't come to Australia, and now it's now we can't get rid of it. It's just clogging store shelves in Kmart everywhere, and it's turned up in it's turned up in new stores. I think it's turned up in uh, Toy World and stuff like that in the last month or so as well. But also, we were concerned about that one not coming to Australia, and it, and it did. But there was also another buzzworthy Bumblebee release that did not. So, you know. Fomo, I don't, I don't like, I don't like making fun of people for having FOMO, but FOMO is a thing. But you sort of got to, you got to keep an eye on, you know. I, I think so. Hasbro does, Hasbro does list what's coming to Australia and what and what's not. Um, I'm, prob- I'm going to work on getting some information for from this for us direct from Hasbro. But you can definitely look at the Ozformers Facebook page, and when when new products are announced, uh, Griffin usually gets an answer from Hasbro: yes or no. Is it coming here? You can use that information to figure out if you should import it or start looking around for it or not. So, um, I guess long story long story short, I will make I will make fun of people for having FOMO when I know that something is definitely going to come here. Like. Um, legacy figures are definitely going to come here. Like we're, I'm, I've just imported Legacy Wave One. Um, it's Wave One. We know that Wave One shell forms for the next three years. Like these figures are <laughs> going to be around everywhere. Um, Core Spike is probably going to be around everywhere as well. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, interesting, uh, in, interesting comments from uh, from the chat. Um, not in Adelaide. I think this is regarding Target. Big W is the place to go to get figures. Kmart had bugger all today. Kmart often does. Oh, I mean, Kmart would have had plenty of those core bumblebees, but yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a, uh, there's also Big W. Big W gets bigger allocations and supporting promos for releases. It's true for some things. True for some that's things. That's just the, some... the the. the the myth of the it's, distribution I mean, because I mean it's the nature w of retail as well. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Your big Came W up. has nothing. Um, yeah. My big W. You know, I don't think I even have a big W store. There's not really one near me. It's um. There's uh, I ha- I actually have to travel quite a way to get to a big W store. But yeah. Uh, Scott Bourne says uh, here in Northern Territory when months oh. behind the eastern eastern southern states uh, shelf appearances. Great to see everyone getting the figures like like. It's true, but it's also not like there. There's like every figure is every figure is different. Every release is different. Everything goes through distribution channels differently. Like I have seen things turn up in Darwin in the the last year, and I'm like, mate, that thing turned up in Darwin before the rest of the country, and everyone in Darwin is just like, yes, we never get anything first here. We're just going to savor this, and then you know next week is like we never get anything. <laughs> but so, then yeah, like, yeah, the other way too. Five years ago, it was on me Facebook no, uh, memories the other day. Out in Broken Hill, and they were getting the Combiner Wars Dinobots and Volcanus out there. They were parts of probably six, eight months after everyone else had started was seeing that, them in the city. So, did you say it was Toy Mate? No, no, uh, BW. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. W. So, like, so Toy Mate stores seem to have purchased a bunch of old stock from Hasbro. So, like, Power of the Primes Voyagers uh, returning to the shelves yeah, the primes, in, yeah, in the Toy Mate. Wars. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought you might have meant. But yeah, yeah it's interesting yeah, yeah. that it's because because that's been happening in Toy Mate, but um, 
yeah, that, that's weird to turn up in Big W, but yeah, there we go. There's a few, a few, a few other supporting comments for Big W. <laughs> Manny, Manny says my Big W always has tons of stock, and my Kmart has like fifty core bumblebees, and that's it. That's that's also often how these things go. Um, look, I think I think it I think um, it's worth it's worth mentioning. So we, we've we've spent a bit of time talking about uh, what's come out locally. It's worth talking about what's come out overseas because we've just we've shown a we've shown a, a photo of the uh, of you know things things that have come out overseas that I've imported. So it is worth calling them out specifically. So legacy cores are out overseas. Legacy voyages are out overseas. Uh, you can see them there. Uh, legacy deluxes are out overseas. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna take the screen share out because lest I be accused of something later <laughs> later in the podcast. Because I will fess up to something later in the podcast, actually quite soon. I, I just want to point out, I do have legacy deluxes here. So this is this is skids. Uh, I'll, I'll put him put him in front of the camera there. So uh, the legacy the legacy deluxes, the retail boxes and stuff, they are here. They have they have come in. I've been a little bit lax in getting these out to people because I've been quite busy this week. Um, but they are they are definitely here. Uh, legacy leaders just got released in Asia today. So uh, Legacy Wave 1 leaders are Laser Optimus Prime, which is a, a redeco and a retool of uh, Earthrise Optimus Prime into his um, sort of a laser G2 form with the needle nose truck. And there's a also, also Wave 1 Legacy uh, leader Galvatron, who is a repack of the Kingdom Galvatron, but he doesn't have the shitty battle damage paint anymore. So if, if the paint job on Kingdom Galvatron is not your thing, you might be up for a new a new Galvatron. We'll let, you know, see what you think. Um, again, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna flash a box up here as well as proof that this that it's really it's really here. Uh, Buzzworthy Bumble, Bumblebee Autobot Silver Streak, the blue the blue and silver Datsun repaint. He is also out overseas and he's also in my in my living room as well. Um, and uh, there's been a couple of masterpiece releases as well. Masterpiece Nightbird and Masterpiece Crosscut. Um, and if I put this, uh, if, I, if I put the the screen back up there, you can actually see Crosscut sitting on the uh, sitting on the table there behind behind Bulkhead as well. Um, so yes, yeah, so I've I've been I have been bringing in some of these uh, some some of these figures, uh, and uh, I think it's without without really. Uh, Without really any further ado, I think it's probably about time that we talk about this lot of figures. I've got a, I've got my, um, I've got my screen share up showing Legacy's Legacy's Wave One Deluxes, um, which, as we've said, they're out here. Um, they, well, sorry, they're not, they're not out here. They're, they're out in my living room. They're out. They're literally out in the, um, in the, uh, the other part of my house, but they're not out in Australia yet. Um, so uh, it's worth pointing out Hasbro has said that Legacy will probably see a, a mid-year release here and vendors vendors that get their stock from Hasbro Australia have been saying that um, July, June or July uh, are their expected release dates and some are saying August. I think they might be they might be hedging their bets. Um, I do want to confirm with uh, with Hasbro what's uh, what the what the deal with um, with the release dates is and see what's coming when. Um, so yeah, so. This photo, this is a photo that I actually took of the Legacy Deluxes about a month ago. In fact, it was in fact it was a short time after our last podcast, and it's been it's been so long between podcasts that we haven't actually had a chance to chat about these guys. Um, 
I did a I did a slightly naughty thing, uh, <laughs> and I actually purchased the factory leaked versions of these oh, guys. No. So, so uh, I am I am I'm kind of I'm a bit naughty. I'm on the same level as actually I'm not on the same level as Prime versus Prime. Let's 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 not say that. Um, <laughs> but um, so these so these guys these guys here they are actually they they, they arrived in in my in my place I think early March. My, Maybe even late February. I, I, I'd say I'd say early March actually. Um, I really like them. I, 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 really, I really like them as far as like a as far as a full a, a full wave release goes. I it's been a while since I've been interested in all of the characters in a wave. And like you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm interested in all of them, but I'm interested in it because it's it's the first wave of a new line. So I've, you know, pick them all up for a, pick them all up for a look. Um, my opinion on my favorite fluctuates from point to point, uh, from time to time. Um, I, I, like let's 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 sort of go left to right and talk a little bit about them. So first up is Kickback. Um, we do know that uh, we do know that there will be another Insecticon later in the year. Um, excuse me, and there should be a third Insecticon probably early next year. I, I assume Hasbro has said that they're not going to leave they're not going to leave sets unfinished where characters are meant to be meant to be out together so uh kickback kickback is really nice he's very reminiscent of his g1 is uh his g1 bot in that to transform him you basically just knock him over um there's a there's a couple of little things that you do to his arms to to you know sort of give him an insect mode and it took me a really long time to realize there was actually a, a guard on his back to cover his face in in insect mode um, which is a nice little touch he comes with a cool little tommy gun um and his his insect wings are interesting. They're they're clear plastic, which you know, um, the clear the clear plastic really uh, divides people uh, in terms of its durability. But it is extremely solid clear plastic. I should point out, um, and it actually features sort of a, a an insect like an insect wing like texture on the wings. So it's very different to G one where um, Insecticons had the chrome wings and um, very sort of machine-like metallic uh metallic wings uh so it's 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 a little bit of a stylistic change for for kickback but um he's got very he's got very um he's he's got very g1 style uh proportions there he's got the clear yellow on his on his chest doesn't open there is a there is a pin that you can see at the bottom of it in fact sorry if i go if i go along to the one of the next photos there um that's a that's a, a nicer a nicer pick of uh, kickback up close there. You can see there's a pin at the bottom of that yellow part in the chest that sort of looks like it should open, but it doesn't. Um, you can see if I don't know if you can see my mouse, my mouse one here. There's a yellow, oops, there's a yellow tab here. So this is like it's held in place here, and it's really not clear to me why this pin is even here. Um, yeah, you think it a looks screwdriver. Like... Just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe you got to really push it. The same tab is on the other side, so like unlocking that chest piece if you wanted to um, flip it up is really quite difficult. Uh, yeah. This angle also lets you see just sort of just how thick <clears throat> the clear plastic on the wings is there as well. Like it, it's it's extremely solid. It's not not really um not really doing anything there. It's similar uh, to what we got before for the last one, the 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 Legends one from um, Power of the Primes, was it? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. The Legends ones they came out and yeah they came out and um they came out across the Prime Wars trilogy. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, yeah. The, the antenna is. Wins. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. There were some translucent wings on them. I think they were, I think they were purple on that one, weren't they? I can't quite remember. Um, mm. The the antenna on the head, they're, they're rubber, so that's a, that's a little bit of a different material to to be used on on transformers as well. But it means they can sort of like flop around and move around a bit. It's quite cool. Um, and yeah, I, I really like him. Like he can do some, he can do some really nice poses. Um, this is the thing with these guys. There's all the all the modern articulation, but you know a very a very g1 look uh to them mm. as well so yeah um very happy i think kickback despite his transformation being a little bit shit um uh, i think kickback is actually um my favorite like i said you knock him over and like you can see here like you flip his arm arm around in half and uh, and you've sort of got his his insect mode but whatever like you know um that's it's no worse than the g1 figure so yeah well again we've, we've talked before about taking that g1 figure and just articulating it unless you have open up panels on arms for wrists to fold into and all that sort of stuff the transformation is going to be pretty pretty low anyway with most of them that's true it's true they i mean modern 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 retail transformers do get um they can they can they can get a little bit complicated on their uh, on their transformations but yeah i mean they are still you know kids toys age six or eight plus let's mm. have a look at skids um skids copped a lot of criticism uh when he was initially revealed a lot of people think he's uh too boxy um a lot of people complained about it <laughs> he's fantastic <laughs> i know yeah, what, yeah what a he looks he looks great yeah he, he's he he really does look great i've taken these photos in, in my uh in my light box too so um i'm also enjoying showing off my showing off what i can what i can do in my light box these days um so skids comes with three weapons comes with an, an energon axe uh which is the the translucent thing you can see him, uh i was going to say you can see him holding here but it's not he's not actually holding it it's actually attached to his gun i didn't notice huh. that one is he last effect <laughs> oh no he is holding it the hand the handle goes into the handle sort of sticks out from the axe and goes into his hand that's right um yeah, yeah interesting um and yeah so so the, the weapons combine and, and do stuff. Uh, Skids has very G1 accurate guns. Um, I like the fact that they actually have given us three weapons with him. They didn't have to give us three. They could have just done two, but they've done three. Um, and those, like, he's not hollow. He's a really solid little, really solid little character. So, yeah, um, very happy with him. The first, the first Stunticon is also here. That's Dragstrip. Um, so Dragstrip... Uh, Really nice uh, yellow yellow uh, racer uh, look, looks looks fantastic. Um, very yeah. very nicely articulated as well. Considering he is a combiner limb, he's got none of those he's got none of those compromises that you would expect from a combiner limb. Like you know, um, with combiner walls, we you know we saw every every figure had a giant combiner port that would um, would fly out from the chest. So he doesn't have that. We're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about his how he combines with things later on, um, but you can also see drag strip ships with two guns as well. And you can't quite make it out here, but you can see just a little bit there. Those guns are painted as well. So um, Hasbro's actually applied some paint applications to his gun, which I, I, I thought was quite good as well. And last, yeah, well, you said earlier that um, last up, <coughs> they're going to um, they're going to fill out the line of characters, matching characters. So. Obviously, we're going to have five, five more of the Stunicons. Um And you said he's got uh, a connector four, port. There'll, so there'll we'll be four get... more. There'll, there'll be five all up. Oh, yeah, five all up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah so yeah. So um, we are getting Menasaur. Uh, the 
we like we know we're getting Menasaur, and if you didn't know that we were getting Menasaur when they started doing Stunticons, there is a, a little logo on the box that says Menasaur one of five on um, drag strip. However, Hasbro hasn't actually shown us what Menasaur looks like yet, which is yeah, maybe they want to do that pretty soon, given that this thing is now out on the shelves. Um, but would yeah, there be, uh, <coughs> oh, my voice is going. <coughs> would there be so much of a fan outrage if we just got the five pack or got the five figures at alt modes, Stundercons, robot modes, and they didn't combine? Or must uh, they I think I, I think there would be in in a line like in a, in a line that's you know meant to be sort of harking back to the G one. So I reckon if you do the if you do any of the combiner teams in a in a non combining form, I think people will mm. probably crucify you. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, very quickly on screen is the the final the final um, wave one deluxe prime RC. She's very different to others. She's very she's very light. Um, very, uh, very much, very much a reimagining of uh, how Transformers Prime RC would look if she was, you know, if she was created in a G one universe. We'll get to, we'll get to that with um, Bulkhead soon as well. Also a Transformers Prime character. Uh, don't dislike her, but I do find that her figure is quite small and fiddly, and part of it, part of it was really confusing. Uh, I, I had two people on the same day pick this up and just go. Nah, it's misassembled. I'm going to flip this part around and fix it up. And so, so obviously, by the end of the day, it had been flipped back, and we were none the wiser as to what was actually the deal with being able to transform it. We couldn't really figure out how to transform it either. This is the thing about getting leaked, <laughs> leaked figures. <laughs> There's no instruction sheets. Um, so, yeah, a lot uh, transforming transforming Prime RC actually actually really uh, really confused the uh, really confused the shit out of me. I I to sort of sit there and just go, she's Prime RC, she looks pretty, I don't really care beyond that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I found the I found that her transformation was a little bit difficult. Having gotten the retail release now, um, I find that, and this kind of goes to the question of what these factory leaks and stuff are, I found that the retail releases of all of these bots, they feel better, they have better tolerances. Some of them have little like notches in where, where pieces turn around and they now fit a little bit better. And uh, I was uh, I, I was speaking with um, uh, Doctor Lockdown the other day, and he and he was transforming Prime RC, and he said, "Oh, she fits together and tabs together so much better than the the factory leaked version." And that does sort of go to one of the theories about the factory leaks and how you know people, you know, YouTubers like Prime versus Prime and Chefatron get get access to all these figures. Turns out they get them from the same guy that I bought these from, and. Um, the question of how how people are getting these from the factory so soon, I think, kind of is answered by the fact that the tolerances on all of these are much better on the retail versions than they were on the on the factory leaked versions, which is that they're probably factory rejects, which which <laughs> would mean that these are not these figures as I received them when I when I purchased the things, knowing that they're factory leaks, they're probably not very or they're probably not completely indicative of what you would expect to buy when you when you get it in the store like the look and feel is well, well the look is there but the feel is probably a little bit off like things are things are a little bit fiddlier than they should be things might not tab in properly and that's definitely been my experience um there's you know there, there there's there's things that just feel maybe a little bit loose on on, on these figures um drag strip also felt quite different uh, in hand coming out of the retail box so that, i say that that's neither 
it's neither here nor there anyway, anyway really it's just i think it's just sort of a it's a matter of opinion as to how these guys are getting out of the factory because the guys who are taking them out of the factory are certainly not going to tell us so my my belief is that they're probably coming off a factory recheck file we'll see mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see whether or not whether or not history bears that out um so that's so that's legacy wave one's deluxes uh the other the other guys and these are these are actually retail releases as you saw the, the the boxes in the uh in the um in the photo earlier uh kingdom kingdom blaster got repacked in wave one of legacy which is a good thing because absolutely practically nobody who wanted kingdom blaster really got a chance to get kingdom blaster when uh when uh the final wave of kingdom was coming out earlier this year uh so there's tons of blaster around everywhere now. If you want a blaster, you can definitely get blaster. He is exactly the same figure. There's no no diff- paint job differences or anything like that. He's also and he's here in my hand on my on my desk as well. He's also really good. He's a really really nice blaster figure. Um, yeah, I, it, it's 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 hard to it's hard to it's hard to be um, it's hard to be you know too positive uh, um, i guess about uh, about the guy like um he's like he, he's, he's really he's really well put together he also does come with a uh he does come with a little uh cassette um blue and blue one so it would be uh, it'd be eject uh the is an interesting choice that the cassettes are translucent in uh, in um this line so like they kind of they kind of match up with the energon weapons coming in for um coming in for the next uh uh, the the energon weapons coming in for the next the next wave with uh, with the legacy gimmicks, um, but you know, I, I don't really mind. Uh, he's he's a he's a well made he's a well made eject. He's better than the other cassettes that we've had on the Decepticon side so far. And uh, you can also see in that photo the more controversial uh, of the uh, of the legacy voyages, and also um, also in my hand here. Uh, as as well, if you can see on the the tiny five pixels that makes my uh, my thumbnail <laughs> on the side of the uh, on the side of the video screen uh, is um, Bulkhead as well. So Bulkhead coming from the Transformers Prime universe, um, he's an armored personnel carrier. Has been a little bit controversial because he doesn't he doesn't really line up with his Transformers Prime look and feel, which was a much sort of more rounded and I think a little bit more futuristic. Uh, a little bit more futuristic alt mode. This is a very, this is very much a sort of a, a throwback. It's more of a more of a blocky design, as if Bulkhead existed in G1, which is kind of what they're doing with Legacy on on the whole. They're they're trying to bring characters in from across different Transformers continuities, but they're going to they're going to modern G1ify them, uh, and we, we've we've seen that with uh, with Prime RC. So we can see it with Bulkhead. Um, Bulkhead. Yeah, bulkhead looks more like a G1 version of bulkhead, but he he retains his uh, his uh, head design from Transformers Prime, so it's very obvious that he's you know the character that we love from from that series. I don't really have too much of a problem with it. I think it's I think it's pretty cool. He's much better looking in person than he ever he ever was in any of the online leaks. Uh, not, not even the online leaks, but Hasbro's own Hasbro's own shots of this um, of this figure when it when it came out. Like people looked at it and they were just like, I don't want that, but People have looked at this guy in hand, and I had him on the table next to the next to his packaged um, packaged one the other day, and a couple of people came along and picked it up and went, "Yeah, I'll take that." Um, so yeah, um, the the finished product looks much much better than uh, any of the any of the Hasbro promos and any of the leaks ever, ever mm. did. So I think he comes off really nicely. You can see the um, the wrecking ball 
uh, on his fist. Yep. It's actually really interesting because it's it's made of a few pieces. It, there's a hinge in it, and actually it actually opens up and surrounds his fist rather than just you know sort of being a glove that fits over it that you'll lose. That is not coming off there because it's actually in, it's a, it's inserted into the five mil port in his fist uh, and enclosed around this around the fist because there's a hinge in it. That's something that they didn't they didn't even need to do, but they've done it. So yeah, you know, I, I I really appreciate the attention to detail on things like that. Yeah, it's weird. The Transformers Prime bulkhead looked nothing like the animated bulkhead. That here we have a third incarnation of the character, and people are losing their shit over it. Like, <laughs> we... yes, how unusual for how unusual for Transformers fans <laughs> to lose their shit over something. <laughs> yeah, uh, Manny says uh, Blaster is going to look amazing with Netflix Soundwave. Uh, very true. You know, I, you know, I should actually crack open Netflix Soundwave. He's sitting under my desk in my two open pile, uh, and we, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. If I, if I'm not too tired once we finish this, because we are, we do record on a Friday night. Uh, if I'm not too tired once I finish this, I am going to crack them open and uh, put them side by side and see if I can mm. see if I can get some nice photos of them together. Um, but the biggest question is, does he turn into a kitchen for Grimlock? No, a kitchen. No, he does not. <laughs> uh, oh well, <laughs> I'll, I'll stick to the Goodbye Wars one. <laughs> he he, do, he does he does have a nice um. Oh, you mean like his base mode kind of thing? That yeah, Goodbye Wars yeah. one had. Yeah, my first um, my first kitchen for Grimlock. <laughs> yeah, that was uh the, that was the Titans Return leader, wasn't it? Yep. Oh, was he Power yeah. of the Primes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the big yeah the big guys yeah they had base modes. You could probably <laughs> you could probably fan mode something that looks like a base. Like he has the he has the the sort of advantage of being mostly symmetrical. So like you know rather than trying to like com, you know put put things together. Like, you know I think thinking about it like most transformers are probably mostly symmetrical anyway. But um, but uh, yeah, like you could you could certainly like lay things out and unfold panels, and you know you, you could definitely fan mode a thing. I don't know if it would really count as much of a kitchen, but you know you, you can do whatever you want with your toys. It's all right. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so that is um, that is uh, that is a look at the legacy, guys. Um, I'm just gonna say. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, so well, there's a comment here saying, sorry, guys, odd question, but do either of you know who the other leader class for Legacy Wave 2 is along with Blitzwing yet? You know what? That's a very interesting question. I'm going to try to answer it by um, looking at... So I, I've, got a, I've got a list of information that shows me things that are coming up, but I may not necessarily have an answer for that. I don't know... So, sure, I, so of some description. I don't think it actually is one. I, so I think Blitzwing might be a solid. So leaders, we, we, we mentioned earlier, and I'm sorry, it's a bit inside baseball, like I said. Um, leaders are packed two to, a, two to a shipping box. It's a very low number. And uh, part, like, part of the thing that they do with these is like they interlock the boxes. So, you know, with, with, with War for Cybertron, we had the left edge of the box or the, or the right edge of the box, depending on which angle you're looking at it. Um, uh, was angled and that angle matched the other one so you could sort of merge them together in the box um, they do that on legacy with the top of the boxes so that it could be packed a little bit differently than we're used to uh, you know in that they'll be packed on their side but they still interlock so there's two per box and i've got so i have a list of things that are coming out this year and i've got optimus prime and galvatron for april 
that's just that's just come out now. So um, they've 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 just been released today. In fact, that makes sense because today is the first of April. Um, geez, we're, we're three months into twenty twenty two already. Now on my list, I only have Blitzwing for July. So I think Blitzwing is probably going to be a, a popular enough character that they they're happy to just ship Blitzwing instead of instead of packing him one to one with something else. And I also have. And this might be this might I don't know if people know about this. I, I'm sure I'm sure people know about this. Uh, Dragon Megatron for October 2022. Now, uh, you know, we definitely haven't really seen what Dragon Megatron like is it looks like in this incarnation. But like we've seen Dragon Megatron in other forms, so like um, you know, it'll be a you know we can we can sort of guess at what it will be. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, repay, so yeah. Repay the dragon from the last night. <laughs> Oh god, that would, be, that would be a bit of a problem, wouldn't it? So, uh, so, so when you say possibly a surprise, like I think the surprise is going to be that there isn't one that uh, that goes along with Blitzwing. I think Blitzwing Blitzwing's popular enough and he's generated enough buzz in the community that uh, I, I think you'll find that Blitzwing will be the only leader that gets released in July, or, or probably on his own. And it means um, there'll probably be a lot of it on shelves if it's the only one as well. Yeah, I, I guess that's what I mean. Like, I think there's enough people looking forward to Blitzwing that the, they'll be okay with him shipping on his own. I mean, mm. someone bought all those Astro trains. We don't, <laughs> we don't really, like they've disappeared from Maya Melbourne. Um, I think we saw we saw those photos for about for about eighteen months. Like people going into Maya Melbourne was going, "Yep, they still have Astro Train. Uh, good." And then people are like, "Where's Blitzwing?" Well, here's Blitzwing now. So now people will be struggling to find Astro Train. Mark yeah. Yes. <laughs> We'll, always we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it is always the case. Um, look, we're, we've spent a long time talking about legacy, but I think I think it's warranted because like we haven't we haven't actually had uh, like an our own in hand experience of legacy figures um, until now. So I, I think I think the the time that we've spent talking about them is warranted. Um, we can move on and talk about regular regular news of the week uh, if if you like. Do do you feel like doing that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Here's, here's Blitzwing. Which. <laughs> yeah, here's the news of the week. This is so um, Prime versus Prime gets his hands on uh, on uh, leaked figures, and I got to say, is getting better at posing posing the figures. So um, these are these are these shots that we're looking at here. These are shots that have come from his video uh, video. Um, I'm gonna I'm not gonna say review, but video uh, feature on the figure. Um, so yeah, so you can see Blitzwing's tank mode, uh, just like the G1 figure has a um, has the the plain the plain nose protruding <laughs> from it in a kind of an unfortunate fashion. Um, little known, little known uh, factoid that uh, I think I think if David's David's in here still in the in the the chat, uh, this came up on the Wednesday night chat in the the TCCA discussion group. I think it was anyway that um, apparently G1 Blitzwing um, was always uh, was always shown the wrong way around. Um, so this is the way that he looked in the cartoon with the tank uh, the tank uh, cannon pointing over the 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 nose sticking out and thing. Apparently that was meant to be the back of the tank, um, and uh, the the front of the tank was meant to be uh, pointing the other way. So the, the the tank turret was meant to point the other way. Um, Obviously, this one's been designed to point this way because you can see like there's angles on the front of the the treads and the yeah, tracks. But yeah, yeah. Apparently, apparently the G1 one was a, a a mistake that has been carried on over the years. So yeah, interesting. 
The um yeah, interesting the Bumblebee movie Blitzwing slash Starscream wasn't a triple changer, was it? No, no, he no. wasn't. He he only had a jet mode. Are, are they just getting lazy now? Going well, that's that's what the G one plane looked like. So let's not try and make it look like a real plane or anything. Uh, I think I, I think I think they're not getting lazy. I think they've learned their lesson that if they don't do, if they don't do something that's uh, faithful, if they fans. redesign the G one stuff too yeah. much, then um, they'll they'll get uh, kickback. Although kickback was in wave one, but yeah, um, let's just say <laughs> they'll get pushback. Than bombshell. <laughs> yeah. Although speaking of speaking of redesigning things, uh, let's talk about the uh, let's oh, talk about the the, the the giant red hands that apparently ship in the box of this guy now. We we have seen we've seen with the War for Cybertron line that um, Hasbro made a choice to make make the leader class bots in general the leader class bots are about Voyager sized, um, but they ship with extra things to justify their price points and some extra accessories. So um, I think the first one of these that we we saw this with was Shockwave, and everyone was shocked to get him out of the box and find that the, the main robot was so small, and he had extra pieces that would sort of clip on to make uh, make his the gun bigger and, and things like that and so um voyager plus accessories is very much a theme of modern transformers i think this is okay because it means that it means that the, the large bots are pretty much the same size and there's also less of a gap between the voyagers and the deluxes as well so i think i think you end up with a much more coherent looking um display uh, so, like, you don't you don't inexplicably inexplicably have a giant blaster like we got in Titans Return. You've got a blaster that's much more in scale with the rest of the figures. Um, Are they blast effects on his fingers just out of frame? I think so. CG? Um, no, no. Prime versus Prime doesn't generally do CG. No. I'm just looking, I'm looking for another photo of that, but I don't I don't think there's one. Well, you well, you look. It's just weird that we've come to this when again, but going back to Prime. Um, Season three Beast Hunters, all the Beast Hunters figures we got were the regular size figures. We still got our deluxes and voyages, but they had lots and lots of plastic included for add on parts, stupid anime weapons, and all that sort of stuff. Yet they'll still the deluxe voyages and leaders at the price point. But yeah. here they're doing <laughs> the so, same thing, so the, but going, well, we'll just go up the pay scale. <laughs> I, I guess the interesting thing with that, though, is that um, in those cases, there were figures that had already been designed and manufactured and they were bolting extra parts onto them. So, like, they didn't have the oh, extra yeah, R&D cost of making a new yeah, character. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and you do you do see them do this still these days, right? Like, uh, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters MP10 was an MP10 with a paint job and they designed... The, they designed the uh, the Ghostbusters proton pack and the accessory stuff to clip on around the existing pieces. So, yeah, they they they, they do this a, they do this a bit. They do it less these days, but it's definitely still a thing that happens. Um, I think another good example of that is probably animated Wingblade Prime, where it was just the Voyager, but with extra parts that clipped on to beef him up and you know make him make him look larger. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah no, good point. Um, so we we talked we talked a little bit earlier about how um, the the gimmick for um, and I you know I'm just going to go here because there's too many of these photos. <laughs> goodness me look at all, look at them all um, the gimmick for um, legacy is the uh, the energon weapons right so there's so the, these these translucent red fists I guess like they're not really they don't really look like fists because they've got six fingers if that's the case. 
Um, so there are, there are additional of weapons Optimus of some flying kind. with his big hands out the front like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah, it is. Paused. It is. It is quite that. Although this is out the back, right? It's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, there's so the energy weapons are these. The energon weapons are these translucent pieces that um, you know you you can combine with them in some sort of yet to be defined way uh, from Hasbro. So. There's all these pieces, so you, you can see actually, like there is a, there is the thumb sort of does fold out there to sort of make that make that into a, a sort of kind of a hand, <laughs> and it does fit over his it does fit over his uh, over his forearms to you know make it a hand, but yeah, they they do look weird. Um, mm. the, uh, so yeah, to the question of the blast effect that you asked earlier, it's a there's there's obviously like um, blast effect ports at the front of the. At the front of the fingers, so yeah, you could, you could just attack oh, blast effects. They're using a general, yeah, general one or something that comes with other figures. Yeah, that's 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 true. Um, yeah. uh, the Ragu Overlord says its shoulders do not move. I'm not. I think he might be talking about Blitzwing's shoulders up here. Uh, they're, obviously, they yeah, rotate, but they might not have any. Any... Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe the maybe the, the the sort of the he's talking about the clear parts over the shoulders. They, they're saying that, that that doesn't move, so you end up rotating the arms up uh, around in different ways. But mm. we'll uh, we'll have a look at uh, have a look at other things. So, so you can see, yeah, so you see, you can sort of see there. There's a panel that folds if you want to move his arm forward. Yeah. So yeah, so like there's still there's still shoulder articulation in there, but the the um I think the the yeah that way. That way, that but not just doesn't matter. That way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's just yeah. let's just pretend that we were all looking when you when you said that when you said that yeah. way and not that way. Okay. Yes. Yep. Um. So yeah. So yeah. So he said no. No three sixty. Uh, no three sixty degree range of motion. Um. You know. I, I think. I mean, depending on the figure, like there's already obstructions to three sixty degree range of motion on some figures. But yeah, like it, it looks like he's only really meant to sort of move his shoulders forward. Maybe he can move them backwards a little bit as well. Like it's just sort of like there's a, it looks like it's just sort of a, a piece that's over the shoulder joint in, in a way. Um, you can sort of see, a, you can see a better, a better look at it there. So like, like his shoulder, shoulder and similar. So yeah, maybe he can't move it back as far, but like there's also a giant piece of tank behind him. <laughs> so you can't really, can't really move that back as well. Um, yeah, just another. He says like four. like the G two Prime as well. G two Prime um, might might have a similar similar thing, I guess. So yeah, um, I reckon Blitzwing's looking pretty good. Um, I mentioned earlier that people are going to get uh, people are going to get go out to the shops and start wondering where Astro Train is. I didn't get Astro Train. I didn't. I don't either. I didn't, I didn't either. I didn't really care. Um, <laughs> I didn't care for Astro Train, and now I'm sort of like, oh, Blitzwing does look cool. Um, at the same time, like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how much of I don't know how much of the legacy line I'm going to collect to sort of like keep and put on my shelves on display. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not not entirely sure. Maybe yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll look at Blitzwing, but I may not uh, I may not go for him. I'll see. Hmm. I can't believe I said that. Actually, like I didn't I didn't come in here tonight thinking I was going to say that, but. But yeah, uh, I guess I, I'm I'm faced with the possibility that now I need to back back collect an Astro Train, and I just I don't think I thought that much of um, of Siege and Earthrise Astro Train, so I'm like oh, I don't really I don't really feel the need to, to get it. But yeah, now I'm like oh, 
Well, here's a question. You're peddling these figures. Are you collecting anything in this line? I'm, pe- I'm peddling these figures. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Im- I, Im- I import and I sell to the club members. <laughs> yeah. I, I peddle them. Uh, go on. <laughs> Sorry, what was, the rest collecting... of the question? what was the rest of the question? I, I, stopped, I stopped and reacted to the word. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you collecting this line? Um, you obviously said you didn't have the Astro Train. I didn't even see it. Locally, so like, um, I've I've got I've got some of them. Like, I've got a lot of the I've got a lot of the War for Cybertron line. Um, I guess a lot of the War for Cybertron figures very much were like you know sort of taken from the 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 G one days, and so that was that was sort of when I was when I was most into you know Transformers in the eighties and stuff. So yeah, but um, some of the some of the some of the characters that are coming out now, like there's there's still a good spread of G1 figures in this in this lineup, but some of the characters that are coming out now, like Dragon Megatron, not going to be into um, uh, anything anything like I've I've said on the podcast before. I don't really care for Beast Wars. Like um, anything Beast Warsy can kind of miss me. Um, like you know, there are some there are some good figures like. Uh, the exception proves the rule, right? Like I've I've mentioned I've mentioned several times on the podcast how fond I am of the um, the Kingdom Battle Across Time Air Razor uh, remake, mm. the Skywarp one. Just a re- really good figure, and I got the I got the Pterosaur version from the Golden Disc collection as well because like I, I really liked I really liked that mold, but I skipped Tigertron because like I didn't really care for I didn't care for Tigertron, so I didn't really care for Mutant Tigertron either. So. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. Yep. So yeah. Um. So that's Blitzwing. Uh, as as I mentioned, Blitzwing is uh, Blitzwing is the Wave Two leader currently slated for release in July. Um. So yeah, I, I I think I think he will come out on his own. I think there's been enough enough people just sort of go go gaga over um. Over over Blitzwing, uh, Craig Seymour says, "I for one like the bot mode. Uh, I think there's more than just you that like the bot mm. mode, Craig. I think a, I think a lot of people like the bot mode, and, and like he's a he's a really good looking bot. In fact, like uh, very much looks like very much looks accurate to sort of how we expect Blitzwing to look. You know, with the sort of the the big flat chest with some of the details on it, the yellow highlights, and just yeah, I I I think I, I I'm I'm Happy to go with them as well. Uh, Being a leader, Rick, Rick I'd like to see... hmm. okay. I was going to say we had decent Voyager triple changes starting from throwing thirty to uh, finishing in Titans Returns. Um, mm. Yeah, we, I mean we did. I wouldn't necessarily say that Blitzwing was a great triple changer in um, in the Thrilling Thirties. Uh, I had that I had that figure and I got rid of it because I didn't really like it. But you know, I, I think. There's also there's always a bit of a I, I think especially oh. around especially around generations is thrilling thirty days there's a lot of nostalgia for it these days because figures these days are a bit smaller but they pack more articulation and like you know like this guy's got ankle tilts he's got you know hip swivels every, everything like that so like I mean I think it's a I think it's a vast overreaction to just go well his shoulders don't like his shoulder apparatus doesn't rotate therefore he's shit I think. Yeah, you know, I, I like like we were saying how un, how unlike people to to you know sort of react to things. I reckon people are going to get this guy in hand and they're going to quite like him. I think there's enough people who quite like him already that I, I think it's I think it's gonna it's going to be a well received figure. I think he's been a well received leak as well. Like 
usually usually prime versus primes leaks um come with another round of how the fuck did he get this out of the factory <laughs> blah 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 these days people are just sort of like geez that looks good i'd like to see him being a leader figure next to the um yeah masterpiece megatron just scale wise obviously he's not going to be built and he's not as cartoon accurate as what they're doing with the masterpiece stuff but um, just Prime versus feeling... Prime has been kind enough to photograph oh, him next to a bunch of photos. <laughs> it's not masterpiece Megatron, but that's pre- that's premium okay. finish Megatron, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's yeah. premium finish. So, like you know, he's he is a he is a, a legit you know Voyagerish figure. He's actually a little yeah. bit small for a Voyager, really, if you look at it that way. But yeah. I mean, if you look at if you look at how he sort of appears in the Sunbow scale chart, this is probably accurate because hmm. Hasbro's been Hasbro's been paying a lot of attention to relative sizes and scales in the last few years. So I would I would be surprised if this is uh, I would be surprised if this is off base. Yep. Uh, Peter Chi says, "Why the why the fist gimmick? Can you guys shed light on? It? I think we talked about it quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. It's to do with the Energon weapon gimmick that is um, that is uh, prevalent across the Legacy line. Hasbro hasn't really talked about it very much. So, uh, I mean, it's it's pretty obvious that like the the weapons sort of combine together. So, you know, you can you can get the the translucent axe that came with uh, the. Hang on, where is it? It's on the desk here." we go i'll put that right up there there so you can get the translucent axe that came with skids and other things uh it's worth mentioning also that the core figures uh, iguanas skywarp and hot rod they have weapons that you can combine as well so um a lot there's a lot of people who are really annoyed that skywarp doesn't come with arm cannons which is kind of a stupid thing for hasbro to do but um <laughs> he does have part of a weapon and so like he, he's got a he's got like a tuning fork so um, he can tune someone's piano to death or something. Um, and so um, it kind of forms the hilt to a, a sword. So like, so this axe has, there's a couple of options. There's some 5 mil ports and, and connectors and stuff like that on it. So the Energon weapons, they combine together and they do, you know, they make bigger weapons, which I think as far as a, as far as a line-wide gimmick goes, I find that far less offensive than forcing everyone to be a headmaster like they did in titan's return um i find it far less offensive than you know obliterating the core class and replacing it with micromasters which they did in you know siege so i i think the energon weapons you can you can take them or leave them um and you know like yes it's it's vaguely it's vaguely annoying that this bumps the price point up that these things are in the box and you have to pay for you have to pay a leader class price point to get a a voyager class figure with some stuff that you won't use but it's not the first time we've done this like um we did it with shockwave we did it with uh you know who who else who else are the other leaders and stuff in the in the line Uh, notably it doesn't happen every time um uh, like uh, remembering remembering there was a uh an inner in, in in a in a robot and um i think ultra magnus had a had oh. the, the the white figure as well with the armor that sort of bolted onto him from the trailer and stuff like it doesn't happen every time like we remember when um studio series 86 grimlock came out last year we were like oh my god it's the first it's the first true leader class scale figure that we've had in ages and even then they'd packed something in the box with him as well um that stupid wheelie figure um so like, you know like it's <laughs> It ha- it happens like just roll roll with it like you can you can 
I was going to say you can guarantee that at some point someone will come up with something cool to do with the uh, the Energon fists. <laughs> but really, they're very likely to just stay in the box somewhere. Like I have all the I have all the additional parts from the um. I don't have I don't have Siege Shockwave. I have the the Galactic Man, the uh, Gen Selects version, but he comes with all the same parts, and so they're just in an accessories box somewhere. They're tucked away in a cupboard. They're never going to see the light of day unless there's a very specific reason for getting them out. Just accept it and enjoy the figure. Remember when Titan the Titans Omega Supreme came out and it was a parts former? Same price as the rest of the Titans, but still. <laughs> when you say a parts former, what, what what makes it a parts well, former? Is it because the pieces of the rocket or something? I don't care. Yeah, the like pa- parts parts forming is such a such a weird <laughs> complaint for people to make. But yeah, oh my god, I have to remove a piece of the toy and then reattach it. Well. <laughs> that's going to get lost to time. <laughs> no, but like you'll just reattach, you'll attach them. Like they, they go back, they go back together in robot mode. Like it'll, it'll, it'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, there's, there's a, a few, there's a few more things to to talk about. Um, we have scans from the uh, Figure King magazine uh, showing the Robeson Prime. Now we should actually point out at this point that, uh, oh, I said point too many times. We should point out that uh, Robeson Prime has actually come up for an official release in Australia. He is on pre-order right now at EB Games. Uh, let me just see if I can um, see if I can quickly bring this up. This this often doesn't work well uh, doing these kind of things. <laughs> just don't do a screen share. <laughs> nah, there we go. Oh, no. I, I've figured out how to do this these days. Don't don't you worry. So, um, <laughs> Robeson Prime is the auto converting. We can't say transforming voice controlled uh, robot, and a few guys have been getting this on import and. I got to say, the more people get this on import and look at it and show it off and bring it to club meetups, the more people want it. And like it's it's like a it's like a virus in that in that respect. Like I could I could very happily look at this last year and just go, it's too expensive. I don't need it. Um, you know, it's a piece of it's a piece of electronics. It's probably going to fail. Blah 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 blah. But I've said this to so many people, and they're just like, "Yeah, but I still want it. Like, I'm still, I'm still, I still want it." So I know a few people have, <clears throat> a few people have imported it. It's been available from, um, I mean, you can import it into the country. Uh, it's kind of a problem because it's over a thousand dollars, so you end up paying a bit of duty on it as well, which makes it even more expensive. But it's cheaper overseas, so whether that duty is worth it or not, um, I. I've I've given many people this advice, which is that if you're going to buy this, I would suggest that you buy it locally within Australia. Um, there's warranty. a couple of re- there's a couple of reasons for this, and yes, it's war- it's warranty, and it's also Australian consumer law. Um, Australian consumer law states that items mu- sold must be fit for purpose, and so if you buy this, so if you import this from overseas, just say from like you know retailer X, and they they package it up and they ship it to you and it arrives and it doesn't work. What's your remedy for this? You have to ship it back to them. So you basically got to pay the shipping in reverse to, to get the item to them. And it's a, it's a you know, $1,100, $1,200 um, item if you buy it from overseas. If you buy this locally and it's shipped to you and it doesn't work, 
you only have to ship it back to the store that you got it from or you just you know rock up back to ab games you know this didn't work whatever they'll take it back they'll give you a refund or they'll give you a new one or put you on a list for a new one or something like that like this is not a transformer this is not a piece of plastic that's been engineered with you know like some some you know fold this here or fold this there this is a piece of electronics right this thing is more like your ipad or your phone Maybe it's less like your iPad or your phone because it's not a, not got a, a screen, but like there are, it's a, it's 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 more like a high end remote control car, right? Like there are there are motors, there are pistons, there are things that move in this, and it's all controlled by a Wi Fi thing that connects to an app on your phone, right? Like there are so many more things that can go wrong with this figure than just buying an Optimus Prime transformer off the shelf, and I mean like. That's reflected in the price, the complexity, mm, right? Yeah. Like it's a you, you know, yeah. it's fifty or eighty dollars or whatever to buy an Optimus Prime versus fourteen hundred dollars for this. Do yourself a favor and like make sure that make sure that you're protected in your purchase for this. And if you're going to like if you're going to spend eleven hundred dollars on a figure, it's worth spending fourteen hundred dollars to get it locally and just make sure that make sure that you're covered warranty wise and protection wise. And I know people will balk at that extra $300 because they can save it and spend it on other toys. But I think it's worth it for the peace of mind. Anyway, now that I've rained on everyone's parade, for all, the, all the people <laughs> who imported it, uh, next week. Um, like, <laughs> um, I, will, I, I will also mention um, we have been in touch with Robeson and Robeson's anxious to do something promo-y for, um, promo for, for this. I... I would say that they're not likely to give us one to give away, but they oh. are going to send they are going to send us some stuff to 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 run as a giveaway. So that's going to happen in the next few weeks. Keep keep an eye out. But um, nice. yeah, I'm not I'm sure. So so he's on pre order at the moment. He's EB says that he's due in June. So yeah, so we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's. Would you consider purchasing? I don't. So, you, as so you said, I you've seen it. You've seen it firsthand, haven't you? So you. No, I haven't seen it firsthand. Oh no. Um, no. I know plenty of people who have, and people who people who've seen it recently, they're just like Jason. As soon as you see this, you're going to want one. And I'm like, <laughs> it's probably a reason I haven't seen it firsthand yet. Um, no, like I like, for me, I think it's just I think it's a step too far. Um, like, I, I think it's cool, but I do not need one in my life. Um, I'm mm. I'm happy I'm happy to look at other people's and uh, and you know allow them to spend the money on it and not and not me. Having said that, the instant someone puts one up for sale in the group for about a thousand, I'll probably I'll probably buy it. <laughs> well, <laughs> well if it goes up in the group, I, it'll be two thousand. But <laughs> ah, you never know. You never know. I mean, yeah. like I, I what do I keep? I keep I keep giving all this advice, and then I, I'm like, ultimately, just do as I say, not as I do, because like. I can't. I can't guarantee that. Can't guarantee that. I, even I'm going to follow my own advice. Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll see. But as you said, uh, like this, its main function <clears throat> is to go. Wah, 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 wah. You imagine if one one little thing in a leg or foot. It's, or ankle, it's main. Its main function is to sound like one of the adults from the Peanuts series. Is that, is that what <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> transform up and transform down? But you could. Yeah. Could you imagine if just one little thing went wrong and? He transformed and his arm was still behind his back or something. It'd be 
very disappointing. Uh, yeah, I mean, like you, you like you, you'll be heartbroken if you spent so much money on this and it broke, and there's no way to actually, no way to actually remedy it. Um, but yeah, so let's put it on strings and use it as a string puppet. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I'm I'm told that apparently when 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 it's switched off, you can't actually move the parts around either. So it's not it's not like oh. it goes limp when it's turned off. It's it's it's, yeah. it's, it's solid. Someone's going to try and pose it, it and it's going to break. <laughs> well, I, I think people have tried already and just gone, "Oh shit!" Well, that doesn't that doesn't move. Um, or, yeah. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's necessarily that it's it's solid. I think if you if you move a, a, a limb up, it'll just fall down or something. It might actually just just be limp instead. But yeah, um, so it needs power to actually to actually pose. Um, so yeah, so that's that's Robeson Prime. It is it is coming to Australia. Uh, it is coming for uh, June. 2022 um yeah it'll be it'll be you know sort of like eight eight to ten months after its initial release over in the states and in asia but you know um it is it it is what it is the the miracle of it that it's coming here at all um people have been asking for it and people have been people have been you know like you know you know can, can we get this here like i said it's been it's been available on import from sugo toys for a while um and I think their import price is actually slightly cheaper than this, but I also don't know what their after-sales service is like. Um, I'll probably get a message from someone at Sugo Toys going, "Don't talk shit about us." <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that their after after-sales service is, is bad or anything, but I'm just saying it's not the local release, so I don't know whether there's any sa- any um, any warranty from Robeson for, for mm. units that have come in this way. Um, it, it might be. I don't. I just don't. I don't know how they're getting them. Um, let's go back to Figure King magazine, shall we? Mm-hmm. So, Figure King magazine has a, has a, a a a good a good spread of some of the some of the things that this prime can do. You can see, um, you can see, he sort of comes packed in his. Uh, I actually didn't realize he comes packed in his truck mode, but it does make perfect sense because he's a uh, far more compact that way. Um, but yeah, like there's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's not going to break that way. There's a good mm-hmm. range of articulation. Um, good good things that you can you can get him to do there. So. You know, like he's he's a very he's a very capable Optimus Prime for an auto an auto converting robot. And there's a bit more. Excuse me while I just just yawn because it is it is ten thirty at night. <laughs> uh, there's also also a look at the upcoming Studio Series eighty six Sludge, um, and still upcoming for for uh, Japan Studio Series eighty six Core Spike. I'm just going to take this. I'm just going to take the screen share out for a minute because I do actually have um, I do actually have Spike here in front of me. I'm just going to bring him up and hold him up, hold him up in, in, to the to the camera. There, he's got his blast effects on as well. He does come comes with two blast effects. Pretty neat. Now there is a there is a, a lever in his, in his back. I have to put it there. So see this this white bit there. There's a lever there, and by moving the lever, uh, by moving the lever, you can turn Spike's head. Like, that is that really is, that is, yeah that is, that is the uh that is uh like like you know there's been so much so much made of head articulation in transformers in the last few years and it's like they even put head articulation in this guy and they did it in a they did it in a, a you know a, a non-conventional way I, I i really appreciated it um so yeah so there's studio series 86 uh core spike is, uh, I thought his arms were going to do power punch or something. <laughs> uh, 
No, I mean, you can you can sort of flip his arms around and do that if you want to. Um, and I'm also... I'm sorry, I actually realized... I didn't realize that the screen share was uh, not... Uh, was I didn't realize that the screen share was not back up. Uh, I will also just point out, um, I did mention that I've... I did mention earlier that I've been a little bit naughty in terms of um, acquiring factory stolen figures. So uh, I will also just point out that I do have one of the figures that's on this page, and that is... Uh, Studio Series 86 Junkyard, the um, the Wreckar, the Wreckar retool and uh, and repaint there. Um, we'll yeah, talk about uh, him a little bit later. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, you know, there's there's actually not really that much to say about him. Like he's no, an Im- he's he's an impressive retool. Um, he, he's like he, he's in, he's impressive in you know just sort of how much of an extensive retool they actually gave him. They didn't they didn't need to go to that much effort with him, but um, you know, it's it's quite good. He's got um, he's got these panels on the side of his arms. Um, he's got a got a, a different uh, uh, got a different face sculpt and very different color scheme and stuff to the body. Um, like yeah, it's it is it is it's an impressive uh, it's an impressive retool. So yeah, um, you know, like, like I said, there it's there's a lot of a lot of a lot of attention to detail that they didn't need to go to. Um. Yeah, uh, Ragu Overlord says that uh, I think that Junkion has appeared in comics as well. Um, so he's part of the '86 movie line. So like he's intended to be a, another Junkion from the movie, but but yeah. Uh, Craig Seymour says check your figure before purchase. Mine came with two left legs. Was that was oh. that to do with core spike? <clears throat> Craig, is that is that what you're you're referring to there? Because uh, well. if so, that's very. That's very difficult to check in before purchase because these <laughs> things, these things come in, um, come in. They are coming. They are in windowless boxes now, but um, like you definitely cannot see his legs in the box. Like the 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 gap in the box only really shows his uh, shows his um, top arm, top, top his um, head and shoulders. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Craig says yes. That's about Spike. Uh, thankfully. Yeah, well. Thankfully, I can definitely confirm that mine does not have two left legs there, which you can sort of tell by the angles, the angles on the on the feet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very very interesting. Didn't know that. I mean, look, as with anything else, if you if you buy a core spike um, and that kind of thing goes wrong, take it back to the store. Um, like like I said, in Australia, items must be um, <laughs> items must be fit. <laughs> Craig says you can look down the window a bit. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if people looking down the window will be. Will be able to tell um, whether or not. I think they'd be more excited. I've got it. I've got it. I'm taking it home. And oh no, what is given, this? Given the way people have reacted to the figure, then yes, uh, yeah, that's yeah. fair enough. Um, but yeah, I, look, if, if it happens, take it back to the shop. Just tell them it, you know it was faulty. Uh, they they have to take it back if it's if it's faulty, especially, um, and they'll either give you a refund or give you a replacement. So yeah, uh, let's go back to back to this. So we, we've talked about the junkie on repaint. Um, let me just say, I think he's coming out in the next. I think he's coming out in the next wave. Uh, junkyard. Oh, I don't have junkyard showing up on my. I think he just. I think he shows up as junkyard actually. Um, he is. He's due for release in May, and I think he's going to be repacked with um, Bumblebee Soundwave as well. So, if you missed out on Bumblebee Soundwave, there's probably another another chance to get him coming up in coming up in May as well. Uh, so other. Other items that uh, that were coming out of there. There's also a look at the uh, Legacy Wave One Deluxe right. figures. I definitely have those. Um, we, we've 
We've talked about that uh, a little bit. And there's also a look at the upcoming studio series uh, Bumblebee Figures RC and Ironhide. Ironhide is a repaint of the Ratchet that we've already seen, which is quite well received. RC is a new figure and... Uh, she has, uh, she's got a, she's got a really, a, a really nice, really nice new sculpt, uh, sort of, you know, interpreting, in, interpreting, uh, interpreting uh, RC's G1 look as sort of in, in the Bumblebee movie verse. And she sort of turns into a, a bit of a futuristic, um, almost like one of the light cycles from Tron as her alt mode. Looks pretty cool. RC has, um, RC has impressed people in early looks. And um, yeah, she's, uh, she's getting quite a lot of, um, it's getting quite a lot of interest. Yeah, they both look just fantastic. Great, great, yeah. great old modes, great plot modes. Yeah, there's been there's been a lot of a lot a lot said about them. A lot of people are very fond of them. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that I think that might be it for uh, for Figure King. Yeah, that's that's fine. So, so there's those there. Um, weird, weird that they've only looked at two of the legacy figures. They've sort of they've skipped. Um, They've skipped skids and uh, skipped uh, drag strip. Interesting. Maybe drag strip's coming up in an, an upcoming, upcoming release. I can't quite make out because it's tiny on my screen. I can't quite make out when these guys are releasing in Japan. But I think they're, I think they're not too far behind the Western release. Like the Japanese release of um, a lot of these figures have been um, sort of six to eight months late for the last year or so. But I think they're trying to keep pace a little bit more now. Yeah, a um, couple of couple of last little stories to, to come up. There was a, a couple of um, a couple of new red line figures were released uh, or not released but announced this week. So uh, there's uh, Red Galvatron, very very interesting new interpretation of Galvatron. There he's got a very he's got a very wide look to his face. Um, makes him look almost a, a little bit more like a sort of a, a big brawny bully, uh, I, I think, which is probably appropriate for galvatron really <laughs> but um yeah so yeah nice 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 it's a really nice looking figure however i would also point out that the galvatron that we got last year in kingdom was also a really nice looking galvatron and i do question whether or not you really need yet another another galvatron and this one doesn't convert as well oh i said convert there we go um <laughs> And uh, the other, the other one, which is the other one, which is interesting, people for a couple of reasons, is uh, Shockwave. Now, Shockwave also has some some fairly sort of um, fairly beefy proportions to him as well. He's a little bit stylized, and um, this I've seen this figure put up for comparison uh, next to next to the Voyager Shockwave that came out from Siege, which people criticised because it didn't really look like the cartoon. Uh, you know, the sort of G1 cartoon. And this guy's about the same height as him. So, like, if you got Siege Shockwave and you didn't really like it uh, on your line and you don't, it's not really necessary to make him uh, make him transform, you could grab the red one and put him on your shelf and have a, a G1 cartoon-style Shockwave that does not look out of place with the rest of your War for Cybertron line. Or at least doesn't look out of scale with them. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um... Can you go Red. back to Galvatron for a minute? We certainly can. How, how, the how accessories, about, accessories. How about that look just, at Galvatron? Oh, yeah. I just noticed the box art had him with the Matrix around his neck and the figure didn't. But, yeah, he comes with Matrix for his neck. It looks like it might. looks like it might be removable. Yeah. Um, so he's got a couple got a couple <clears> of different <throat> hand options. got a couple of blast effects that can go on the, uh, on the front of his cannon. 
and the 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 reformatting background <laughs> i'm not i'm really that's honestly weird. not sure what's going on with that that's a, that's a that's some really mm. odd color choices for that and size unless it's not in proportion yeah that's, if that's, that's what the that's backdrop weird. of the the whole package is um that no that doesn't look right it's it's weird but it also it also looks like it's not just a piece of cardboard it looks like it's actually molded plastic as well so. yeah so bend him up into a ball and pose him in front of it <laughs> so just before he goes ah yeah so uh, yeah look, a couple of couple of red figures a couple of new red figures coming out um red is not my thing i i, I tried it for a little while when when the figures first came out but um yeah um yeah no no so i should i should elaborate on that like i i i found that the so i put red optimus prime next to earthrise optimus prime and earthrise prime was way more fun like you could pose him better because he doesn't have the doesn't have the sort of the plasticky resin joints that sort of you you twist them and they they twist back slightly when you finish twisting them and so you have to sort of you know really press it into where you want it to go that none of that happens with an earthrise figure right like the joints go where you want them to go and he's easier to pose um what i think where i think red has a good strength is where they do things that what they wouldn't do with the normal figures but they've only done it once and that's with the reformatting megatron and so where you where you take a uh, where you take a figure and show like a different a different interpretation of it, you could say that reformatting Megatron was so popular in the red line that they did the reformatting Galvatron uh, figure as well, and and so like we we're sort of still stuck with this. So I mean, ostensibly this will be the third version of Megatron in the red line. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it is it's it is his own sculpt anyway. Um, what I thought was interesting about this is um, the sculptor who was responsible for Shockwave actually put up digital renders of the um digital renders of the of the uh the, the work that he did for it showing even like showing the parts that go into oh, making wow. this up um which very very impressive it's it's you know it, for for one thing it's very impressive that like this this is um you know the the amount of thought and design and efforts that got that's gone into it it's also impressive that hasbro even allows this um, like, you know, this, the, this guy's actually able to put this up and just go, yeah, like, you know, this is the thing that I, I made and stuff. There is a, there is an ongoing discussion, uh, about how Hasbro credits its artists and like the people who make the box art and, you know, even the people who design the toys. Um, there's an, there's an increasing, there's an increasing interest, I think, from the community in which, which staff at Hasbro work on uh which um uh, which staff at hasbro work on which figures um we've seen hasbro's design staff come out and speak to us on their on the the fans first friday streams as well like there's definite there's definite favorites out of the the hasbro designers um you know who are, who are we going to get on the live stream this week you know and the the designers that come out and speak to us have said you know like yes i worked on this or you know i you know i i collaborated with this person on this and stuff but none of this stuff comes through in the final product like these people's names aren't on their work and like you look over at something like um something like dc where it's like you know things have todd mcfarlane's name on them all over the place and um the marvel legends team sort of knows the designers who are working on their products a little bit a little bit better a little bit more than we do and we do we do sort of start to get a bit of a look into 
we have started to get a bit of a look into the the you know who's who on the design team in the last year or year or two since we've been doing um since hasbro's been doing you know work from home live streams um to, to do product launches so um yeah i i would i would really like i'd like to see more of more of the people who work on these figures actually getting out and and sort of existing in the community and I know Hasbro does say, oh, yeah, we watch everything and we see everyone's comments and stuff, but there's, it's a very invisible presence. It's not, it's not obvious that they're actually getting in there and, and seeing people's comments and they're not, they're not sort of sitting there and acknowledging, acknowledging those comments. They're just sort of like, oh, yeah, we've taken that on board. Yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah, I, 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 saw, I saw this and I thought this, was, thought this was really really impressive and a, a really interesting thing for, for us to actually find, you know, sort of sitting up online. <coughs> A uh, couple of last things to go on. Um, Transformers Earth Spark has a Transformers Earth Spark has a um, a release date, or at least a release month. Uh, Paramount Plus has tweeted this week that uh, Earth Spark will premiere globally on Paramount Plus this November. Now, uh, it is a Nickelodeon production as well, and I'm pretty sure Nickelodeon's owned by Paramount anyway, but we do know that it will be uh, broadcast on Nickelodeon as well, so um, we can we can expect to see the this next generation of Transformers coming out this, this November. I would expect you probably... It should be on Paramount Plus in Australia. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, BotBots. Wow, we have, we've we've Bot we've gone so we've gone so long and we haven't actually spoken about BotBots yet. BotBots was released last week on Netflix. But when I say BotBots, I mean the, I mean the, the the Netflix series. Brad, you and I have talked a little bit about BotBots tonight in the in the run up to the the podcast. How are you liking the show? Yeah, we don't need to go too deep into it. Um, this is good. Something different. Something lighter. Um, bit of comedy there. Obviously, there's, 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 a, there's a good lot of comedy in the show, and like some, like it's 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 animated it's animated cartoon comedy. So like some of it lands better than others, but there's also some there's also some parts that are really like fall down funny, uh, and there's also yeah. some really really nice cuts into Transformers nostalgia. You were you were pointing out earlier that like there's Age of Extinction toys showing up in the in the background and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It just, um, either my son was pointing out some of the. Well, a lot of the characters we've had in toy form probably since Dark of the Moon, whenever BotBots first started coming out, or <laughs> Age of Extinction. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, only, I'm five episodes in, and yeah, it's just something different. It's it's good to see and good little bit of a laugh. And um, he's um, he's been digging through his toy box trying to find all his old BotBot figures again. <laughs> oh, I was smart enough to put all my BotBots in a box, but I also decided I didn't really need them on display, and I don't. I don't know where the box is. I mean, I, I probably do know where the box is, but that's all right. Look, BotBots is the the BotBots series is fun. Um, I wouldn't say it's especially compelling, but it is fun. I've 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 enjoyed it quite a lot. Um, but uh, you know, like, like I said, it's not compelling. I don't I don't feel the need to like binge the entire thing. It's just some sort of something to put on, have a bit of a have a bit of fun, have a bit of a bit of a laugh, and watch it. Um, I and, and having said having said that, I might go watch a couple of episodes of it after we finish here before I go to bed. Um, it's 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 interesting, but I also think that I also think that it's a it's another example of like Hasbro spectacularly mistiming things, right? Because yeah, it's been a, it's been what a year year and a half since we last saw any BotBots products on the shelf. Is that does that sound about right to you? Yeah, yeah, it's been a little while. So. How is it now that they've 
just announced new BotBots products. So, so, so BotBots Series Six has been it's been such a such an amount of time between um, it's been such an amount of time between the release of the last series of BotBots and the cartoon now, and now they're announcing Series Six. So. Like the 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 wacky thing of this is that bot, the bot bots now have vehicles, which is pretty cool. <laughs> it's also pretty weird. Like they're they're a converted slice of pizza, and uh, also a, a converted video game controller sort of become their vehicles for for getting around. <laughs> I I wonder if these are going to figure into the cartoon or not. That'd but, be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like they they get around the mall sort of map by magic in in the cartoon, but. Hasbro's had so long between the last series of BotBots and now when the, the cartoon is out, there's no BotBots on the shelf and they're going to make us wait a year for new BotBots products. Mm. These, 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 guys are, these guys are due in, these guys are due in early 2023. Um, where is it? Yeah. So all of these things here say they're available spring 2023. Like... Do you do you think do you think really you're, has do you think your son really? <laughs> yeah. Do you think your son's really going to be interested in bot bots when like there's when there's no new episodes coming out, but the the toys suddenly reappear? No, as I said, like he'd put the original figures away, and when it oh he was busy doing something else and took to the second episode before I finally dragged him out here to watch it, and as soon as the intro credits come in, he was hooked. He was like a moth to a, in front of a light. Um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, def- definitely when when this stuff comes out later on, he's not going to have any interest in it whatsoever. So, it's, yeah, yeah, we'll see. So we've got a uh, so we've got the custodial crew um, and and pet mob, hunger hubs and gamer geeks, uh, and there's <laughs> I think it looks like there's another lot of twenty four bot bots in series six. They'll be in, in the single the singles uh, multi packs. And uh, there's the the Ruckus Rally Raceroni and Out of Controller multi pack. Um, so yeah, hmm. no, yeah. it's it's good. It just it doesn't it doesn't mean it. Like there's no it doesn't add any to any greater Transformers continuity. You watch it and you're done. That's it. You don't have to. It doesn't mean anything. I've, to cross to the Star Wars universe, it's good not to have a Star Wars uh, a Skywalker movie. Just to have something else that's in the universe, it doesn't mean there's no Megatron and Optimus Prime added again, Bumblebee, well, beep, beep, booping, so, and everything else. And so let's talk about this. Like, uh, how far into the series are you? Episode five. Episode five. Uh, uh, so, so they are they are two episodes episodes on Netflix. Yeah, yeah you, you're weird. actually on Netflix episode five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're so you're ahead of me now. This hasn't been especially evident in the show so far, but in the opening credits, it says like an Energon cloud hit the mall and created us all, right? And so there's so there's definitely like Energon on on planet Earth, which means that there's Cybertronians. And so, but these bot bots are not aligned to Autobots or Decepticon factions. They're aligned more to their tribes, according to where they were created within the mall. And the but um. My understanding from things that I things that I've read, but it hasn't really been evident in the show that I've watched so far, is that the Autobots and Decepticons um, war is depicted more in the BotBots universe by way of uh, like their TV programs, their cartoons or comics that the the, the BotBots see dotted around the mall, rather than actually being like a 
you know, a big interplanetary Cybertronian war that they, they happen to be a part of. Is that, has oh. that become evident in the series that you've been watching yet? Not that I've noticed, but I'm going to pay more attention to it now. Um, yeah, I, I said before, I, there's, I just, there's some movie references in there, but um, yeah, yeah, I feel I, I feel like if if that's the case, it might only come into like a couple of episodes here or there. Uh, it is worth noting, however, that um, among the among the new bot bots that have been uh, have been announced, there's one bot bot that everyone's going to want. Oh, the poo emoji. Not the poo, <laughs> although yeah, fair enough. It's two bot bots that everyone's going to want. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I can't, I can't see him in any of the thumbnails here. Very obviously, there he is, just at the bottom of this one. There is an Autobot faction symbol. Huh. So he's gonna be, he's gonna be the one bot bot that everyone's gonna want because they'll just display him in Autobot mode or whatever. But it so does sort what of was doesn't mean at some the point there has to be a Decepticon. Yeah, what was he in the mall to be an Autobot symbol? Don't know. Don't know if I see. I don't know if that's. Uh, I don't know if that's really has it, and yeah, there's uh, someone. Someone has actually guessed it uh, as before the stream caught up to them. But yes, the Autobot yeah. icon definitely everyone wants. Yeah. I I want that one. Yeah. Um, some and of the, some to, of the go. I was, I was just going to say not to nitpick the cartoon because of the cartoon and everything else, but there is a continuing fashion of um, the human character attempting or nearing eating some of the bot bots have to take <laughs> after real food. Is it possible for that said food to be eaten? <laughs> or... It's so it's really it's it's interesting, right? It's not entirely clear what the what the bot bots are made of. Like um in the cartoon there's a there's a, an episode fairly early on where uh Burgatron launches himself into the vending machine, like trying yes. to hit the buttons. <laughs> and every time he hits the vending machine, like pieces of tomato and lettuce and tomato sauce fly off him so like the implication is that he's a sentient burger rather mm. than a rather than a a, a, a cyber a piece of cybertronian metal this raises so many questions about bot bots um and <laughs> i'm not entirely sure that the series is really willing to answer these there is also um there is also it's been pointed out by it's been pointed out by a couple of people online uh let me see if i can let me see if I can well, while you're looking for there that, I was a... just going to say, at the end of that episode too, human character drops a muffin into said spoiled food that hit the vending machine. Next minute, it's got tomato sauce and tomato and that on, and he eats it. <laughs> and the yeah, wrapper as well. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> it's so he's thing. eaten part of Burgatron. Like, you know, yeah. Like in <laughs> yeah. Um, so so the, the, other, the other thing that's kind of creepy about this, right, is that we know that the plot of the cartoon is that the Energon cloud hit them all and brought all of these inanimate objects to life as as transformers it also appears to have affected animals because this one's a, this one's a rat that has a has a, a a robot form there is a there is a, a a serpent here as well uh and there is also a crazy cat lady if i can find her oh um, no pe people are, people have drawn a lot of attention to the crazy cat lady and i can't I can't necessarily find her in here. She's been scrubbed but, from existence. <laughs> but the, so the implication is that it's a cat that turns into a crazy cat lady, and I can't, I can't find it. Um, I've crazy, crazy, crazy theory time. This yeah. was obviously in production when they knew they were going to push Age of the Beast, Rise of the Beast, whatever it is, back. Uh, oh, the, 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 the movie, yeah. Yeah. What's the possibility that some energy on fart cloud is what creates the? <laughs> 
the, the Terracons or whatever in Machu Picchu. <laughs> An energon fart cloud hits Machu Picchu. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know what I think you've actually I think you've actually described the plot of the Asylum hey. version of the of the next Transformers movie. Like it'll be the next Transmorphers movie, actually. Well, if we're gonna <laughs> hey 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 wait 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 message message for the Asylum person who comes along because we mention them. <laughs> Call us, you know, we'll, we'll, we can work out a deal. Okay. Well, just, the energon gonna... the energon fart cloud. Oh man, do we we don't we don't actually still do um we don't still do uh, titles for our episodes, do we? <laughs> no, we can, but no. Yeah, we um, yeah maybe we should. This is the Energon Fart Cloud. <laughs> I'm just wondering if we're gonna combine or connect the movies. This one's supposed to be mid '80s to early '90s after Bumblebee was '80s. Yeah, That's Rise around... of the Beast is meant to be '90s, I think. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're sort of post Chernobyl, where we know Chernobyl was caused by the heart of the arc, power core of the arc exploding, sending that energon fart cloud into the air um, <laughs> across Europe. What's it just? So he's, saying, he's saying season two is going to be bot bot's European vacation. Well, what's what's the chance that this energon cloud is going to also have something to do with the new movie? Um, Oh man, I, I don't. Know, I, I kind of hope it. it's not. I kind of no, hope yeah. it's not. I feel. I feel like it. I feel like it's just something that they came up with as like a an explanation for how this has happened. But like the like the implication is still that you know like because Energon is on Earth, you know Cybertronians are on Earth and fighting here. So maybe, but I also I also think like it's it's unnecessary to actually link them like that. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I really exactly. hope that no one actually feels the need to. Like it's like this. It's like this need of, of people to like um, fill in fill in gaps in stories that don't need to be filled in. Like we don't we don't need to know where the Energon Cloud came from. I, I just want to yeah. see someone in production, showrunner, whoever comes out and says they're a fan of Maximum Overdrive, and that's where it come from. And that's just they tied that into Transformers, and that's why we have bot bots and not. A, that is a that is a deep cut, my friend. But um, I I also hope that uh, I also hope that we get it. I'm gonna rush to I'm gonna, I'm gonna rush to the end now because like we haven't gone yeah, yeah, 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, I appreciated up. you added this into the run sheet for me. Symbiote Studios has announced another run of pins. Um, you see, you see, you see how this goes, right? Like you add stories to the sheet for me because they're pins, and I will happily talk about them. You add stories to the sheet for yourself, as in statues, and I will mock them. Um, there were two. I yeah. didn't add them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I appreciate it. Uh, so, a yeah, bunch of new pins from Symbiote Studios. Um, they, uh, I think, I think they're up for pre-order now. Um, I've got some of the got some of their older ones. I don't think I've actually, don't think I've actually put them up yet. But you know what? My rule is: if I see a Transformers pin, I will buy it. Actually, it, it, I, that actually figures into acquisitions, um, which we we will talk about very quickly. Uh, other stuff very quickly: Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Um, I will recite. Uh, I will recite a speech that was given at the Hasbro Ignite event, and we can we can dissect it a little bit, but we don't need to go into it too much. Uh, Hasbro has confirmed that it is set in the Bumblebee universe, which we also know is cloud. yeah, it's a part <laughs> cloud. Um, they've confirmed it's set in the Bumblebee universe, which we know is not incongruous with the Bay movies that came before it. But uh, so Hasbro says we're partnering with blah and blah and a visionary new director, which you know is um, Stephen Cable Jr. He's now a visionary new director uh, to bring to life a Transformers story like you've never seen. We have never seen it. You haven't 
produced the movie yet. Uh, mm-hmm. The film will pick up after the events of 2018's Bumblebee and follows Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, and an unlikely team of humans who are joined by a group of powerful new allies, the Transformers Beasts. So they're really they're calling them the Transformers Beasts as a sort of like a separate thing. Uh, the introduction of Beast characters will be a significant moment for all. Uh, from kids to core fans and especially those who grew up with Beast Wars in the 90s. Transformers Rise of the Beasts raises the stakes. It was spelled stakes as an S-T-A-K-E-S, but with beasts, (laughs) there could be stakes as an edible. And Um, set us up for what's to come over the next few years in our film franchise. Now, that last bit is important because um, there's going to be... There's going to be groundwork laid for what's to come in the franchise here, and we are looking at we are looking at new artwork that was um, released as in here, which is strictly confidential. Thank you, Hasbro, for letting us have it. Um, the uh, the Transformers Rise of the Beasts logo, which we're familiar with, but on a new sort of Aztec Machu Picchu Energon fart cloudy background. Um, <laughs> but it yeah, is. Uh, the clouds there. Yeah, it's like it's a it's a fun little uh, it's a fun little sort of um, thing. Yeah, like this could just be a backdrop on which they could put a PowerPoint presentation, which they kind of have. Um, yeah, so yeah, interesting. I could see this sort of being a bit of a, a theater standee or something as well. Um, but it does also give the date in theaters June 9th, twenty three. So it's a a year and a, a year and a couple of months away. So there mm. we go. Um, that is. Mm. I think I that's, about, going, that's about it. I was going to say, I think they're going the wrong way about it, but um, yeah, we'll see what happens. What do you mean they're going the wrong way? What, what, do you, what, way, just, what way should they go? Just don't don't plan any Transformers movie media for a good five years, or I suppose it has been five years now. Since, it, yeah, um, like it has been a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, like, people have forgotten how shit the last one was. Let's give them another yeah. one. Yeah. You can't, um, yeah, yeah, you can't keep differentiating them from hey, wait Bayverse the last one to... wasn't shit the last one was bumblebee i was thinking last night so i've even i've even forgotten bumblebee yeah the shit one Bugger. <laughs> oh it just fan everyone they want that first two minutes of the movie just lock four nerds in a four ilm guys in a computer room and just make an animated off that cg battle and do that well, so and don't have any we... humans just there is an animated movie coming um, that is set on Cybertron that we Still. think we think is likely to be based on uh, based on that uh, that two minutes of uh, animation. Yeah, you, know, you, said, you said four minutes. It's not even. It's not even that. It's like the tiniest no, I said two. sliver. I said two. Oh, yeah, said two, it's yeah. bugger all. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, know you said yeah. four ILM guys. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not. Yeah. It's not what I want. But the general fan community. That's that's the only thing they like about Bumblebee. That's what they see when they you talk say Bumblebee. Um, it's, it, 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 it is funny and like Hasbro's really leaning into that that two minutes of CGI which like uh, I said several times like we knew that this was going to be the case like they don't spend that much money on two minutes of CGI footage not to make toys of those figures right they're well, definitely yeah we just about... talked two hours about figures coming out of that two minutes yeah. of film yeah 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 so yeah mm. like um, alright so I think I think we're done with news. Um, there was yep. there was more news, but we've been going on for uh, quite a while. So I think it's time. <laughs> I think it's time that we uh, talk for two hours. <laughs> I know, right? I think I think it's time that we uh, we bring bring things to a bit of a close. Very briefly, like, I, so I've I've spoken a bit about um, I've spoken a bit about acquisitions. Uh, do you want to do you want to talk about your acquisitions? Yeah. Well, quickly, I've got two. So um, in at my local Target that does still exist. 
Oh, wait a second. You went to you and not me. I've messed messed that up. That hasn't gone well. There we go. Ta-da. Core class, Ravage. Core class, Legends class, Legends size, whatever you want to do. Um, He's pretty nice, isn't he? He's a nice detail figure. Good paint on it. Um, Good posability until you're trying to put him in a cassette mode. But um, <laughs> I'm not sure how I'm not sure how you meant to pose a cassette, but yeah, yeah, well, that too. Um, <laughs> thank you, Hasbro. Not since Chug Sandstorm have we been able to have a cripple former and um, Rekgar ran <laughs> mode into his wheelchair. Um, haven't been able to do that since Chug Sandstorm. So very. very I, I I have I have legitimately not seen this. I don't know. I don't think anyone has. I yeah. I posted photos back in 08, no, 09, whenever that um, chug. Oh no, I haven't seen this with the studio series Rekgar. This is cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah, no, he's um he's got his wheelchair mode, so um, stand him up straight and not make him look so desperate. Um, great looking figure. It's it's G one Rekgar. Um, size scale is going to be an issue, but he'll be going up on my masterpiece shelf until I can get a um a stand in for him. Masterpiece mm. scale, but um, good looking figure. So definitely, you haven't, to pick you it haven't up. thought of getting one of the the KFC masterpiece figures. Space issues, financial fair issues enough. at the moment. Yeah, it, there's there's a list. Yeah, no, <laughs> and, no, no um, fair, fair enough. There's, there's uh, a couple. Yeah. There's a couple of those that are on a, on a on a watch list and that. So. I, so I, ha- right I have time. one of the I have the the KFC junkions from their first release and like. Then, like a couple of years ago, they were like, "We've got six more." I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm not <laughs> buying six of these." But I, I'm like, "Right, I have Rekgar." And if if anything, the fact that there's now like a shitload of KFC masterpiece junkions now sort of makes me just go, "Right, Dumpyard," which is the the other one. I was like, "Yeah, you can come off the shelf. I kind of don't need you anymore." So yeah, mm. if anything, it sent me the other way. Yeah, and that's one of the good things too about just sort of sitting back and waiting for a little bit because. As you know, one third-party company gets onto a figure, the rest get onto it as well, and it's just you can sort of sit back, watch watch who's actually going to get their figure to to retail to, or to release, um, and then make up your mind which one's the better-looking figure and that for yourself. That's true. That's true. Uh, I have a couple of acquisitions, uh, astonishingly, that um, we haven't talked about. <laughs> that you're not selling off? Peddling? I no, no, I'm not, not, ped- not peddling these guys. Uh, I do want to... I do want to call it. So these are actually third parties. Um, we've spent a long time. Oh. We've spent a long time talking about um, like official figures, and I very rarely talk about third parties and stuff. Um, so, so first, first, I do getting production samples. Now you're getting third party. What <laughs> Hasbro think? So, uh, so I've got a, um, I've got the uh, X Transbots Perceptor uh, Jansen here. He is heavy as fuck. He's so. He's very much like a fan's toys product in his his weight and his heft and yeah. his metal. You, you can see sort of the you can see the metallic um, paint and stuff on him. Like fantastic. Like like he really he really does uh, remind me of a fan's toys product more than um, more than an X Transbots product. I'm not actually sure how many X Transbots <laughs> products I have. Not I don't have that many X Transbots products. But yeah. Um, and just in uh, that pose, I think he needs a cape. He's very gunslinger. Maybe sort of yes, Mando. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I, I do have, don't worry, I do have oh, a, yeah. a, a fan's toys figure as well. It's uh, their Huffer, and he's called Rig. Um, much, much That's better than people one. people thought when he was uh, revealed. Like, 
His proportions are, are pretty nice. His arms are, you know, sort of the, the odd cylindrical sort of thing, which makes them a, a little bit funny, but they are very sort of... So they are very sort of cartoon and uh, cartoon accurate and, and accurate to his G one appearance. He does have a lig- he does have a little little large backpack uh, on the back of him, but um, it doesn't really affect his posability. So um, yeah, very 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 happy with both of those. That's guys. just nature of the beast. There's no there's no getting away from that cab being on their back. No matter who who ought make it, you can't collapse the inner it's, it's it's the character. I'm gonna flash two more things, and then I'm done. Um, I had on. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, so, so I mentioned. I mentioned like I've I've done this twice in terms of like buying factory stolen figures, and I'm kind of done with it. I don't. I don't really feel the need to do it anymore. It was. Just, it was a fun thing to play around with. So, there is a uh, Legacy Night Prowler. Um, he's he's just been released in Asia last week, so the retail version of this figure is on his way to me already. Uh, and there is a. Uh, Legacy Buzzsaw, the uh, the Waspinator uh, repaint as well. So, um, so yeah, like I've I've had these guys for a while. Like I'm not I'm not really into the beasts, um, but I got I, I just got them as a like a, a thing to look at, and um, it's very interesting. So the 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 acquisition of leaked figures was very straightforward. Um, I buy things off Carousel in Singapore all the time. So and I found a I found a seller selling these in in uh, Singapore. The guys offered me sludge. Um, and sludge and something else um, already, and like I don't care. Sludge, sludge is out next month. I don't, I don't need a leaked version of it. Like I, it's whatever. And also because I do think that they're the factory reject ones. Like I'd rather have the retail ones. Their prices were about five dollars more than you would pay for retail. Um, which mm. for the legacy deluxes, I thought that was okay to get them. You know, sort of a couple of months in advance. But like other stuff, like I just, I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't need these things. Um, you know. I don't need these things well, far in advance. I'm certainly not going to try and get like a ton of YouTube hits for them or anything. Yeah, and you know, as you said before, just the quality, you're most likely going to have to buy it again retail anyway when it gets here. So why why not just wait yeah. until it gets here and not... At least with those ones, like they're beasts, I don't care. Like I, I don't need the retail ones for those. Um, mm-hmm. the, legacy, the, legacy, the Legacy Deluxes, I'm in two minds about like... They're okay in. They're okay at the, as they are. Like I probably don't need to buy the retail ones for them either. But yeah. But like, if you had, if you had purchased the the factory leak ones and you wanted like be, you know the the better retail release, you'd have to buy them again. So, yeah. Yeah. Look, I think we're done. Um, uh, there's uh, like we're 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 running dangerously close to two hours. So I'm sorry. This is going to be really. This is going to be really kind of shit to edit for you, but. Um, at least we, at least I don't think there's any gaffes in the middle of it for once. Um, so, you know, like I, I didn't, I didn't like explode or anything. So, um, hopefully it's not too tough of an edit. Um, I will just point out, uh, in terms of club news, the TCA has been very quiet from a fundraising perspective for a while. Good Friday is coming up and we are going to, we are going to organize a Good Friday appeal fundraiser. Um, we have some prizes that have been donated and so we're going to put some things up um, probably in the next couple of days. Um, it'll be a, it'll be an all in, all, all donations and all, all money raised goes straight to the Good Friday appeal because they, the, the, the prizes have been donated. So um, yeah, every dollar, every dollar in will go out. Uh, we will also be, we'll, we will also be making a sizable donation to the Good Friday appeal based on um, club revenue and also from the figure imports from myself because I, I levy a two dollar charge on every figure that I supply for everyone, and that money's about to go to the Good Friday appeal uh, this month. It is now April, so yeah. 
Um, nice. That's so. That, so that's it. That's a little bit of upcoming stuff for the club. I think. We're, I think we're done. Do we have anything else that we need to discuss before we finish? We might be able to no, just sneak I think in. That's it. Oh, oh, no, I think we're done. you got a minute. No. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you're watching along with the live recording, several of you have been. Thank you for checking us out. Thank you for um, Thanks, putting guys. in your comments as well. Uh, you will find out more about these stories and more uh, linked to them in the show notes. You can find the podcast website at transformersweekly.podbean.com. Brad and myself are also active in the Transformers Collectors Club Australia group on Facebook. Uh, TCC has a registered club in Victoria run by volunteers donating their time, effort, energy, and sometimes even money, as we all well know, to make uh, make collecting in Australia better for anyone, better for everyone and more fun. Our goal is, goal is to build the Australian Transformers collecting community by engaging fans around the country. We make content like this podcast, we attend live in-person events like Oz Comic Con, and we run, we run Facebook's largest dedicated, actually, you know what, we run Australia's largest dedicated Transformers discussion and sales communities. I'm going to update that in the run sheet. Uh, you can find out more information about the benefits of TCCA club membership and how to show your support for what we do at transformerscca.com. Um, that is it for us. Uh, I'm not going to say that we're going to be back next week, but we do want to. We we do want to try to do the podcast more often, as we've sort of promised people in by the name Australian Transformers Weekly. That means that you might get more episodes where it's just two of us instead of three of us, because scheduling turns out scheduling people as Australia comes out of its uh, its um, pandemic sleepiness is kind of difficult because people want to go out on their Friday night. So um, some weeks it might just be, might even just be Brad and myself. Some some weeks it might just be two of us. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully people enjoy listening and, uh, and enjoy the content that we make. So, yeah. Yeah, Thank you hopefully we get one more out before the Easter long weekend. So, Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, uh, April 8th. Let's, let's see how we go. Oh, in fact, you know what? Next week, I'll have more. I'll have more legacy transformers to talk about. Anyway, I'll have them. <laughs> Good, because uh, we might not have much more news. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how we go. All right. Um, thank you, everyone. Thank you for watching, and uh, we will be back with more of Transformers content in the fullness of time. See you guys. Yeah.